Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Want more physical, emotional, and spiritual stories of healing? Get the book Food Heals on Amazon today. If you really want to maximize each and every day, each and every second, minute, hour, think about the things that you're putting in your system on a day-to-day basis. And as you do that, you get better and cleaner as far as that goes. You'll appreciate and you'll live life at a higher level. 
Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat in this dress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Today, I'm talking to Marlon Risen, aka The Plant-Based G. Marlon's most recent venture is the compilation of his first cookbook, The Quarantine 15. This is a collection of 15 plus one bonus recipe, specialty curated vegan recipes to comfort the soul and nourish the body. We had such a fun conversation. I can't wait for you to check it out. But first, Food Heals Nation, I know it's hard to believe that it's not like March 200th, but we're actually in September. And you know what that means. It is pumpkin spice season everywhere. Yes, the season has begun. And I want you to think about something. Look, I love a good pumpkin spice. I get it. Imagine buying a pumpkin spice latte from the coffee shop every single day. First of all, how much would that cost? Second, how many extra calories and how much excess sugar would you be putting into your body? That's why I love Organifi's pumpkin spice tea. With Organifi, you can plan on spending less than $2.50 per drink. Plus, instead of the 50 grams of sugar that you might find in those common lattes at the common coffee shops, which 50 grams, by the way, is twice the amount of sugar that you should get daily, Organifi Gold Pumpkin Spice has zero sugar. And it's back for a limited time. It's all organic and it's pumpkin spice superfood and it delivers a rush of sweet autumn-inspired joy. There's no added sugar, no syrup, no whipped cream, nothing artificial. This is literally the healthiest pumpkin spice treat you'll ever savor and it's good for you. So enjoy it with, of course, my discount code, FOODHEALS, which you can use at OrganifiShop.com. That'll give you 20% off your first order. And if you put your Organifi on auto ship, you'll never have to worry about running out. So again, get your pumpkin spice latte on at OrganifiShop.com. Coupon code FOODHEALS will get you 20% off. All right, next up, my interview with Marlon. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Veg News called him a must-follow black vegan on Instagram and his brand new cookbook. The Quarantine 15 is out now. Please welcome today's guest, Marlon Risen. Hello, 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 hello. I hear the round of applause and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, all yeah. cheering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. So glad to have you. I mean, your story is incredible. You lost over 150 pounds by going plant-based, which is yes. a bigger person than me. You lost a whole me plus <laughs> pounds, you know? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Feels incredible too. Feels so incredible. I bet. So tell me about that journey. How did this start? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, the weight loss is the big thing that people tend to pay attention to and ask me questions about. And it wasn't something that I was intentionally setting out to do. I was only trying to get healthy. So I guess it was around three years ago. Actually, three years ago, July 3rd was uh, the day that I had transitioned into a plant-based vegan lifestyle. And what got me turned on to it was one afternoon, just like most people, kind of Netflix and chilling and Ran across with the health and I'd say probably halfway through it, I was like, whoa, you know, the information just shook me. There were so many things that um, that I wasn't familiar with as far as health, lifestyle, uh, different things that I could do to improve the health of myself. And so, you know, as I've been getting older, I said, you know what, you know, I probably should do something a little bit healthier. And so sure enough, that day on the spot, I said, cleaning out the refrigerator and uh, I'm going to change my lifestyle. So yeah, so I immediately changed and it was a pretty easy transition for me. I'm one of those types where once I buy into it and I believe the information and the research, you know, I go all in. So I changed up my food and it's amazing because everything else that I did was pretty similar. I've always been, you know, heavy into working out and staying active and whatnot. So I continued to do that. But as my food and my diet changed, I felt my workouts getting better. So I found myself working out harder and harder and harder and feeling better and better as I did it. And so it was funny because I knew I'd lose a little bit of weight. And so 
lost a few pounds here and there. And I was like, okay, I'm losing some weight. I knew I would giving up, you know, all of the animal related products. But next thing you know, about four or five months into it, I was like, okay, wait a minute. You know, I've lost, you know, a lot of weight and I'm having to switch out a whole new wardrobe a little bit faster than I thought. And it kept mm-hmm. melting and melting. It was funny because I went to my doctor and I was like, hey man, you know, should I be losing weight like this? He said, absolutely. He said, what's happening is your body is getting to the, the design, the size that it truly should be. So once he told me that and everything was was all good, you know, I just continued to uh, follow along that path. And next thing you know, you know, I'm down around, like you said, a whole person plus some if it was you. So, yeah, yeah. so yes, best thing I've ever done for myself, hands down. I love stories like this. And how long did it take you to achieve that dramatic weight loss? And were you vegan overnight or were you slowly introducing swaps? Yeah, it was actually vegan overnight. So when I tell you that afternoon, you know, after I watched What the Hell, I cleaned out the fridge and started eating vegan that that evening. So it was an immediate thing. And as far as the weight loss went, I'd say I probably lost that first hundred pounds within first year, first year and a half. And then after that, you know, I kind of lost count. And so I remember one day, not too long ago, I got on the scale and I was like, wait a minute, I've lost over 150 pounds. This is crazy. So yes, it's probably been a couple of years that it took to get all of that weight off. But definitely that first year, it was about a good hundred pounds that I ended up losing, which like I said, it was not in my plan. I had no clue that it was going to happen, but definitely one of the best things uh, that I could have done for me and my health. And what was the reaction from family and friends? Pure. (laughs) When I tell you, people would look at me and say, okay, this just happened the other day again too, but people would look at me and say, okay, I know this guy. He looks familiar, but I don't recognize the body type. And so after I'd speak out loud and whatnot, then they say, Marlon, oh my God, you look incredible. So there have been, I mean, when I tell you, tons of family and friends who've seen pictures or whatnot on social media or run into me. I mean, they've all been extremely excited, happy for me. Most of them obviously want to know, you know, how did I do it? You know, one of the best things that I've seen is I've probably had at a minimum, I'd say 12 to 15 of my friends and their entire families that have transitioned into plant-based lifestyles too, which for me, that's the biggest accomplishment or achievement is seeing, you know, people who I care about and who I love deeply, seeing them transition and reap some of the same benefits that I have. So they've all been, you know, extremely happy, pleased for me. And the good part is, you know, not all of them have transitioned into doing what I do, but they all have at least paid closer attention to how to live a healthier lifestyle. So for me, that's the biggest benefit is seeing people who I love and care about, you know, take better care of themselves. I love that ripple effect that you've had, and it's just going to continue. And, you know, maybe it started yes. with the film, and then the film led to you, and then that led to 12 to 15 other people. And it's going to go on and on and on. Someone listening right now might be Absolutely. inspired to make the change. I love that. Absolutely. And um, so you went plant based, you watched the film, but it was really for your health. So, what were you experiencing before? It wasn't about the weight loss, but you had chronic health conditions, right? right? right what what right, were you yeah. feeling? Um, I dealt with a lot of things ever since uh, childhood. And I know like a lot of people, you know, we've been taught and we believe that, you know, things that we've dealt with, especially chronic issues that our parents and grandparents have encountered also, we believe that it's just passed down. You know, it's something that we have to deal with. So for instance, for me, you know, I was dealing with lots of upper respiratory issues. So all the way back to my childhood, I had asthma issues. I was in and out of the hospital with pneumonia and other upper respiratory problems. I also had, as I got older, some high blood pressure issues. I also dealt with uh, acid uh, reflux, arthritis, heavy inflammation, a lot of little things along the way as I got older, I was dealing with. And what's amazing, and this is probably another, besides the weight loss, what's really captured a lot of people's attention is when I tell you everything that I dealt with went away as soon as I changed my diet, and I'm talking about within three to four weeks, I was feeling and noticing significant differences. The acid reflux probably went away within, I'd say, two months maximum. The soreness that I was having in my joints, my lower back, things of that nature, that was gone within at least the next month to two months. And I know a lot of that had to do with weight loss. The biggest thing I'd say for me was definitely growing up with asthma and just being outdoors and dealing with a lot of that. 
you know, it would be depressing at times just because I'd want to be active and whatnot, but I couldn't really enjoy myself because I'd have issues. But I tell you, after I changed my diet within no more than maybe four to six weeks from being out and about, and I love to hike and do things outdoors. When I tell you I had absolutely no symptoms that I was dealing with, I knew for certain that this has everything to do with the diet. And I told my mom about it too, because we had talked probably four or five months after I made the transition. And she said, hey, so how are you feeling? And I said, incredible. And so that's when I mentioned to her that you know, I wasn't having any issues as far as asthma or upper respiratory. And she was like, that's amazing because we fought that all throughout your childhood. And I'm talking about going to an allergy doctor, all of those different things. It's amazing. All that money, time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears that was spent into trying to fix the problem, a lot of that, if not all of it, had to do with my diet. So needless to say, the diet has cured many things, many ailments that I've dealt with. I know. And it's like, I hear your story. I've done over 300 interviews at this point in time. And I still get chills. Like I still get chills hearing your story because it's like, it was the food, food matters, food heals or food kills, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. It, it is amazing. And I'm sure you had that moment too, where that moment of clarity. And for me, I'll never forget when I just realized, I said, I'm not dealing with the issues that I used to deal with. And it made me pause because I looked back and I said, how many years have I dealt with so many issues that I didn't have to just based upon the food choices that me and my family had made? And so it's like you said, you know, I get chills here and other people talk about it. For me, what's most exciting is seeing the benefits that people have from making this adjustment. I love seeing people have a different level of excitement as far as life goes, as far as experiences go, as far as doing things that they haven't done since they were young or since, you know, before an injury or something happened. So like you, it's extremely inspiring for me to hear people's stories. And that makes me, you know, even more inspired to tell people about you know, how it's helped me and hopefully it can help others in the future. Absolutely. I didn't go plant-based overnight the way that you did. Essentially what I did was I was given up one thing at a time. And I remember one of my aha moments was giving up dairy and my skin was so beautiful and so clean. And I literally haven't had a breakout since. Like I have not had a single pimple or skin lesion or anything. <laughs> like my skin just all of a sudden was beautiful. And I was like, wow. And for women who, you know, we're obsessed with skincare and trying to (laughs) anti-age ourselves. It's just like, oh, this is really all you have to do is give up whatever it is in your diet, which for me- Yes, yes. You know, it's funny that you say that because, you know, I'm one of those types where I always want to take good care of myself as best I can. But once I made the transition into the vegan lifestyle, I started paying closer attention to my skin and things of that nature, like you mentioned, only because I saw the improvement. And like you said, once I gave up dairy, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not seeing any pimples, blemishes, just a lot of little things that we may deal with on occasion. I wasn't dealing with any of that anymore. So now, and it's funny because, you know, some of my friends will laugh at me and they'll be like, okay, you've definitely turned into more of a Metro male since you've made this vegan transition. But, but, <laughs> but now I pay, you know, but, but now I'm paying attention to how my skin's looking, how it glows in the sun. And, and, yeah. and I tell people, I'm like, look, you know, I'm as manly as it gets, but I said, trust me, you know, I'm compassionate and I do care about my skin. So don't say anything when you see me, you know, trying to take good care of myself because I'm like, hey, we only get, you know, one layer of this, one set of this. So for me, I'm going to take as good care as I can with it and have it be as beautiful as possible. Nothing wrong with that. That is so funny because someone called you Metro. Someone called me narcissistic <laughs> because when I started feeling better in my skin, better in my body and feeling like a pretty human being, I started posting more selfies and stuff like that on Instagram <laughs> and all the things. And it was like, it's not from a narcissistic perspective. It's like, hey, you can have this too. Like Absolutely. I lost weight. I feel better. I look better. I have more energy. And it's like, I don't care what you think. Absolutely. I just want to inspire and you just want to inspire. And I love that. Yes. Yeah, and that's the beautiful part of it. And I tell people, and you know this too, and I can tell just from some of the things you've said, the mental side of this also is so huge. I mean, when you change the way that you feel day in, day out, you can see the results of that in your body and how it's adjusting internally and externally. When you're feeling like that mentally, You're such a different individual and you do find yourself naturally 
organically, putting yourself in front of maybe people even more so because you want to share in this experience with everyone. And so, you know, I commend you for doing that. I tell people all the time, I'm like, be proud of everything that you're experiencing with this lifestyle. That's a beautiful thing. We should all feel this good. So for me, you know, I love seeing people like yourself who are like, hey, I'm proud of what I'm doing. I'm proud of the effort that I'm putting into my body, my health, you know, this world, everything that I can contribute. So I love seeing that. So kudos to you for putting that out there. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we're all in this together. We're on a movement and a mission and it's not going anywhere. It's only going to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm with you and let's delve into that a little bit. So what happened to me is that essentially I lost both of my parents to long battles with cancer. When I was 25, I had lost them both. And that's when my eyes were open to the fact that food heals or food kills. And so I went on a mission of discovery and learning about alternative medicine and nutrition and how the body was designed to heal itself if given the tools to do so. And it's like when you were asking your doctor, is this weight loss safe? And he said, you know, you're going back to your set point. It's like your body was just striving for that homeostasis it couldn't get to because it was over-toxified, right? It's amazing. Yes, you're exactly right. Yeah. And so I was so obsessed with the physical that I missed out for a while because I was learning and learning and learning on the mental emotional and spiritual. Cause all of a sudden I was like, all right, I'm plant-based and everything is great, but I was missing one thing. And for me, it was healing the trauma that I had experienced and not grieving my parents' deaths. And so that was my next mission was, all right, I got to learn how to grieve. I got to learn how to let go. I got to learn how to forgive. And that is part of my nutrition journey because I believe had I not gone on the next level journey of healing myself, you know, emotionally and spiritually as well, then the plant-based diet could only go so far. So it was like all those things hand in hand were what enabled me to make my health transformation. You are so spot on to, I think, what's happened to a lot of us. And it's funny that you say that because every person that I've talked to about, you know, the journey and whatnot has had similar stories to yours and to mine. You know, what I tell people as far as the evolution and kind of the spiritual journey and maturation you know, for me, it kind of evolved into, you know, and obviously, like I said, I started off at first where it was all about the health and me being as healthy as I possibly could. And as I did that, it opened up my mind to things that I never, and when I say never, things that I never would have considered even thinking about or caring about before. So, you know, a couple of the things for me, you know, I never would have, and even when I first started in my vegan journey, I wasn't thinking about the animals as much as just, oh, I'm take care of my health and, you know, the animals benefit, you know, for me, you know, not being a contributor to this, but as my mind opened up and as I lost a lot of the cloudiness that I had before, I became more compassionate, not only to myself and my needs, but to those of, of obviously my fellow humans, friends and family, but to all life forms. And so with animals included, you know, I found myself you know, paying more attention to the welfare of every living being and paying more attention to, you know, how we take care of this earth, this universe altogether. Little things, um, you know, to the point to where, you know, I've got an electric vehicle now and I know it's a small thing as far as, um, you know, my contributions. But what I've done, I've become much more conscious as to what it is that I'm adding to to, to this life um, that's happening today. But then also, trying to minimize the things that I do that could take away from not only what's taking place right now, but also, you know, for people in the future. So it's definitely made me a much more open, understanding person. But also, I'd say I've always been, you know, a lover of life my entire life, but I'm definitely more grateful and more appreciative now than I've ever been before for everything that, you know, every opportunity that's come before me, everything that I've been able to experience, good and bad. You know, I'm grateful and I'm thankful to be able to experience everything that I've come across. And back to what you were saying as far as how you were able to grow from the transition, the transition did the same thing for me. And so, you know, if you haven't seen some of my bigger pictures, you have to go to my Instagram and see some of my large pictures. But I was a big gregarious, you know, power lifting, just big, huge, just mountain of a man. And so for people to see that big, serious guy who looked like a, you know, like some type of security guard or bouncer or something like that, for people to see that serious guy and then now to see me who I am and as giving and as loving as, as I try to be and share with so many people, I love for people to see that, you know, part of my transformation too. And so definitely, 
similar to you and uh, your journey and your story, it's definitely opened me up so much more spiritually. And again, these are things that I would have never known. I would have never knew these things. You couldn't, you couldn't have even explained this to me before I made the transition. But once I got into it and I really got rid of all the cloudiness, all of the toxins, all of the you know, things that come with um, consuming you know, animal-based products, um, it's made me just a more open-minded and a clear-headed individual. So definitely uh, the spiritual side of it for me has been uh, huge as far as just how compassionate I am overall. Yes, I love that so much. There's certainly an evolution of consciousness that seems to happen wherever you kind of enter this area from, whether it is yes. you come from the animal activism perspective, you come from the health perspective, some people come from the environmental perspective, or they're already really spiritual, and then they start to realize the food and everything like that. Wherever you come from it, whatever you learn, there's this evolution of consciousness, and I just think it is a beautiful thing. And I find everyone I interview and talk to starts from somewhere, whether it is I wanted to get healthier. Or some people, I wanted to lose weight and I discovered the vegan diet. Some people are like, I was a yogi and I realized what I was putting on my plate was not in alignment with what I was believing, you know, my body is a temple, all the things. It's so amazing. So wherever you come from, I just think it's incredible. And I love the evolution that does happen. Yes, it is amazing. And I want to tell you this right quick, because it's funny. Whenever I made that initial transition, I was only thinking about being plant-based. I was like, you know, I'm plant-based. And even early on, I was like, hey, you know, refer to me as plant-based. I don't want you to necessarily, you know, call me vegan because, you know, I'm doing this on the food, you know, side of things, you know. So I made sure that, you know, I articulated that because I wanted people to look at me with the proper light. And so it's so funny because I look back at that and literally within probably three, four months max, my whole mindset changed completely. And I was heavy into the, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm vegan, you know, the veganism, the activism and, and all of the things that, that come with it. So, uh, so yeah, so it is kind of funny, like you said, the evolution of it and how most of us would have had no idea all of the, uh, the beauty that we'd see on the other side. Absolutely. And yeah, the word vegan, I have had some issues with too, because people have their own preconceived notions as to what that means. So I do prefer plant-based or plant-powered because even on a vegan diet, you can eat Oreos on a vegan diet, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well said. (laughs) Yeah. And then sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'll be like, hey, do you think you could swap this for this and this for this? And then my friends will be like, she's vegan. And I'm like, please don't say that. (laughs) You don't know what the waiter thinks of that or what the chef thinks of that. If you're not in a conscious restaurant that understands or is like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. I'm just like, if I make these two swaps, it makes it plant-based without me having to say, I'm vegan. And them thinking, oh, here we go with this difficult customer. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because I've learned that as we've gone. Because early on, I was doing exactly what you said. I was saying, hey, you know, I'm vegan, so you know, I just want to make sure, you know, you know that I'm vegan, so I don't consume any. Two things. First off, I tell people, you know, a server that I'm vegan, and they look at me with the deer in the headlights look. So that's the first <laughs> thing where I was like, okay, that didn't work. You know what I mean? So. But then secondly, and and you spoke to it and I learned this the hard way, just because you say you're vegan doesn't mean there's a complete understanding. So you're better off, like you said, swapping things out. So I say, you know what? And I ended up doing that exact same thing where I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make your life easy. So here's what I need. I need for you to swap this with this, this with this, and this with this. Keep everything else the same. We're going to be perfect. And so once I started doing that, I rarely had issues. Now, reverse back to whenever I said, hey, I'm vegan, so, you know, I can't have any animal products, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can't tell you the number of times I'd come back or my server would come back with, you know, my meal that would have cheese on it or it would (laughs) have some type of sauce on it where on the menu it said contains, you know, fish oil or this or that. And I said, hey, you know, I'm vegan, so... And multiple times they would say, oh, okay, you know, I thought you could still have eggs or I thought you, you since you were vegan, you could still have cheese. And that's when I learned, you know what, not everyone knows exactly what this is. So let me take responsibility as far as my food goes and articulate clearly, this is exactly what I'd like to see on my plate. And so usually it works out much better like that. 
That is brilliant. And yeah, I had the same experience. It's so funny. One time the waiter was like, well, I was going to bring you guys bread, but, and I'm like, no, I eat bread. Bring me bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. And I know you went through this because early on I had people, when I said I was vegan, I had people who were like, oh man, you're vegan. So, you know, do you already have it figured out what kind of salad you're going to eat? Or, you know, I mean, are you going to eat, you know, broccoli with, you know, some additional things with it? And I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was like, you know, yes, you know, I'm eating, you know, plant-based and, you know, that's the way that I'm going. But if you think that I'm going to be eating like a rabbit day in, day out, then you obviously aren't familiar with the types of food options that we have. And so, that's another thing that, you know, I probably and you probably have to spend a great deal of time, especially a couple of years ago when the options were less, spend a great deal of time explaining to people, hey, you do realize that you are not losing anything by making this transition. You're actually gaining because in addition to great food, you're actually going to eat healthier for you, like you said earlier, should you go predominantly the plant-based route. So, so yeah, so that's one thing that I think most people Still kind of catching up with as far as, hey, so I can eat plant-based and eat really great tasting food too? And I'm like, yes, you absolutely can. Absolutely. And I saw you on Jane Unchained with our mutual friend Paige, and you were making vegan pulled chicken mushroom soft tacos with jalapeno, cauliflower rice, and out of oyster mushrooms. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, when I tell you there are so many incredible things we can do with vegetables and our food and mushrooms in particular. When I tell you I have learned so much about mushrooms in the past probably year, year and a half, you can literally do everything, anything that you used to do as far as animal-based products. You can do a majority of those things with your mushrooms. You've got your oyster mushrooms where you can fry those. You can cook those in all types of ways. You've got your king oyster mushrooms too. Those are large. You can pull those apart. Those are great to use as pulled pork, pulled chicken types of dishes. Then you've got your portobello mushrooms. There are recipes where you can actually flatten those out and you can make chicken fried steak type of options, flank steak types of options. You can make, you know, smothered barbecue chopped steak types of options. There are so many different things that we can do with mushrooms. And so that's one of the beautiful things that that I found out because I was one of those people who, and I'm sure it's a lot of people who listen to your show who also are like, hey, I don't really do mushrooms. And if for anyone who was like that, I didn't do mushrooms. I You put a mushroom in my face and I'm running because, you know, growing up in South Texas, you know, where we had tons of land and whatnot, you would see mushrooms out there and whatnot. And I was like, you know, how could people eat, you know, something that's similar to this? So I was always very hesitant on mushrooms. But once I learned the game, once I learned there are so many incredible things you can do with mushrooms, when I tell you that is the main thing that I cook week in, week out, I'd say probably out of the meals that I cook on a week in, week out basis, at a minimum five seven of them have mushrooms or some form of mushrooms involved, if not all of them. So yes, I'm a big mushroom fan. For anyone who doesn't eat mushrooms, you're hurting yourself. They're nutritious and they taste incredible. Yes. I'm so excited. And my mouth is watering. And I think I've always (laughs) had an underappreciation for the mushroom. And now I'm like, okay, I need to really get on the mushroom train. Food Heals Nation. So I don't know about you, but even though we're still in quarantine, I am hustling and my work schedule does get hectic, even though it's mostly Zoom calls. You know, working from home, it sounds easier, but we can still get stressed out. And so I noticed that I do get worn down, even though I'm working into my PJs. And even if I'm getting all my workouts in and meditating and taking my vitamins, I can still feel that feeling of stress. And no one likes feeling stressed out and it affects you, it affects the people around you, your loved ones. And so I wanted to help you by sharing something that you could do a little differently that can help you feel great again. So my friends over at Buy Optimizers told 
me about someone who was in absolute burnout. And what saved him, it wasn't time off, it wasn't more rest, it wasn't secret relaxation techniques. It gets really interesting. All he did was add a mineral to his diet based on a doctor's recommendation. So I was like, okay, what? Obviously, I need to know. So what he was recommended to do was to superdose on magnesium because magnesium is the fourth most abundant mineral in the human body. So since this nutrient is responsible for 300 to 600 different biochemical reactions in your body, like metabolism, when your levels are low, you tend to struggle with things like sleep and stress and energy and metabolism and even pain. So yeah, you can get magnesium from food because obviously food heals. You can get it from black beans and nuts and avocado and spinach and so much more. But if you really want to make sure that you get enough magnesium for what your body needs, I definitely recommend supplementation. So before you go and Google magnesium supplements, listen to this. Most magnesium supplements actually fail to help you beat stress for two primary reasons. One is they're synthetic, they're unnatural, your body doesn't recognize them so it can't absorb the nutrients, right? Or they're not full spectrum, meaning they don't have all seven forms of magnesium that our body actually needs. So today I want to introduce you to the best magnesium supplement I've found, the most potent, complete, first full spectrum magnesium formula ever created. It's called the Magnesium Breakthrough. So it's a complete formula with all seven naturally derived forms of magnesium with no synthetic additives or preservatives. It's made by my friends over at Buy Optimizers, and today you can get 10% off with my Food Heals discount code when you go to buyoptimizers.com slash foodheals and enter the code foodheals10. So many notice a sense of calm, a sense of relaxation as their nervous system and stress levels are soothed. And often better sleep is observed within the very first week if used daily and as instructed. Many people use magnesium breakthrough in the morning to help them stay calm and resilient to stress throughout the day. And within three to five weeks, most people experience a level of peace and serenity that they haven't felt in a long time. So check it out. Try it for 30 days and see how it makes a difference in your mood and in your stress levels. Let me know. Again, it's buyoptimizers.com slash foodheals. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash foodheals. Coupon code foodheals10. Now back to my interview with Marlon. Tell me about your book, The Quarantine 15. Are there mushroom recipes in there or what are some of your favorite or top recipes that are in there that people will just like die for? Absolutely. Yes. There's definitely mushroom recipes off in there. I've got a few of them that have mushrooms based off in there, but you know, the cookbook and just to give you a little background, the cookbook was something that, you know, I came up with literally at the beginning of quarantine. I have a lot of people who asked me for, you know, recipes and different things to cook. So I said, you know what, I've got a little extra time on my hands. Let me put a cookbook together with some of the favorite things that I love to cook. So in the cookbook, I've got a variety of items, you know, and I tried to make them as easy as possible for people to cook. And one thing that I want to mention is, you know, as I was thinking about the recipes in the cookbook, I was thinking about, you know, obviously people who are interested in you know, a healthier, you know, lifestyle, but I had to think about the fellas too. And I said, all right, I got to make mm-hmm. sure that these are recipes for my men too, so that, hey, we can get in the kitchen too. You know what I mean? We can get in there. We can have a great deal of fun. We can, you know, cook up some incredible meals. So let me make sure I put some stuff together that's pretty easy to put together. So I've got a wide variety of a lot of people's favorites, some new things that I put together. One of my favorites, and I actually made this yesterday for a couple of people, was my uh, pizza quesadillas. It was one of those things that I kind of stumbled upon because I love pizza and I love quesadillas. And so as I was, you know, one evening, I was like, okay, I'm in the mood for something hearty. And I was like, okay, I wanted to do this. I want to taste like this and look like this. And so Next thing you know, I had pizza crust on the top and bottom, had all the fillings in there with all types of incredible stuff, had that ooey gooey vegan cheese melting, dripping out of it. And so, like I said, next thing you know, you've got incredible, you know, pizza quesadillas. I've got a uh, spicy uh, cauliflower chicken sandwich. And also for anyone who doesn't know the incredible nature, taste, flavorings of cauliflower. That's another one that that you need to make sure you get on as soon as possible. I love, love, love using cauliflower for a majority of my meals too. In fact, 
as far as um, you know what I eat on a weekly basis too. If it's not mushrooms, a lot of the times it's cauliflower. So cauliflower is definitely another one of my top options. So I've got a spicy cauliflower uh, chicken sandwich in there. I've got my fried oyster mushrooms in there. In fact, I'd say probably if there was one recipe in there that I've gotten more messages on, people sending me pictures and whatnot, it's definitely the uh, fried fried oyster mushrooms. I mean, those, they're very easy to make. And once you, you know, get it down as far as, you know, what you like and the way you like it seasoned and, and you kind of adjust it to what works for you, I don't know if there's a better fast snack that not only you will like, but it's great for the kids. A lot of people that I know have made it for their children. And it's funny if you're ever trying to sneak a healthy option in for them or a healthier option, uh, definitely the uh, the fried oyster mushrooms are great. So got a lot of good recipes like that. I've also got some dessert items. I've got one of my favorites as a kid was pecan crispies. I mean, those cookies used to drive me crazy when my mother would make those. I'd, all, I'd beg her almost on a weekly basis, please, please, please. So anyways, we were able to uh, veganize that. So I've got some vegan baked goods off in there. Also have a blueberry cobbler that is to die for. That's, as I said, all vegan. So a lot of great food uh, that you can eat, you know, and what I wanted to make sure I did was, you know, show people that, you know, just because you're eating, you know, a vegan or plant-based lifestyle doesn't mean that you're giving anything up. In fact, you're actually gaining so many things in the transition. So I wanted to make sure I showed people a few of the things that they're gaining as far as some great food options. I love that. Yeah. I don't think if I hadn't gone plant-based, I would have realized the incredible delicious vegetables that I just didn't realize were so flavorful because a lot of times vegetables are just ditched in some sauce. And so the only flavor you're getting is that sauce, but like recipes like yours and oh my gosh, cauliflower. I make everything with cauliflower. Like <laughs> cauliflower steak, cauliflower popcorn. I even do like cauliflower. I'm no chef. So this is just me doing my best, but I, <laughs> I dip it in butter and it's like cut it. So it's like having lobster dipped in vegan butter. It is so divine. <laughs> mm, that sounds good. And it's funny talking about cauliflower earlier today. And I was, and it's funny because whenever I get in the kitchen Sometimes I'll have a plan, but other times I'm just, I'll go for a vibe I have. I'll turn on some music and I'll say, okay, you know, let's just, let's just see what vibe I'm feeling. So today, you know, I was in more of a chicken, you know, Parmesan type of meal. And so I said, okay, I want that type of, of, of feeling, obviously, without the animal harm involved. So I said, okay, how can I whip this together? And so I recently bought some cauliflower and I was like, Oh, uh, yes, I know exactly what I'm going to do. So I ended up getting the cauliflower, cutting it into uh, cauliflower steaks, I'm sure similar to you. So I threw those in the oven, had uh, breaded those a little bit, and then threw that on with some noodles and some pasta sauce and some other seasonings and some diced mushrooms. Because like I said, I always got to include mushrooms with everything. So threw that all together. And, and I tell you, melts in your mouth. I mean, again, I eat some of this food. And there are numerous times that as I'm eating, I'll shake my head and I'll say, I should have been eating like this a long, long time ago, right. a long, long time ago. So I'm a big fan, similar to you, of, of cauliflower and its greatness. Okay. Well, usually we do this at the end, but where can everyone get the Quarantine 15 cookbook right now? Because they're probably pulling over their car and, and Googling it. So. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So you can get it couple of places. My Instagram account is plantbasedg.life. That's plantbasedg.life. I've got the link in my bio as far as my Instagram account goes, but the actual website is quarantine15.life. And that's quarantine15.life. You can go on there. You can grab the cookbook. Again, you know, I've got tons of you know incredible photos in it too. Because one thing for me that I love seeing is Photos of beautiful food. So that was another thing I wanted to do with the cookbook was not only have the verbiage that people needed as far as creating the meals. I was like, nah, that's not enough. I need for you to see how beautiful this food is. So if you're dragging your feet on doing it, you'll say, you know what? I need to jump on this as soon as possible. So tons of incredible pics of, of like I said, some of the best vegan food that you can find. And again, you know what I like to do is hopefully inspire people to you know, if it's not my recipe, you know, there's tons of other stuff online. But, but what I tell people to do, too, is whenever you see my things, you know, feel free to, you know, supplement 
spices and seasonings to make it your own. Anything that you can possibly do to make this a healthier lifestyle for yourself, do so. So again, I've got tons of options in there for you as far as some uh, incredible tasting vegan food, but definitely uh, go to the website. Like I said, I've got it in my bio on my Instagram too. Okay, great. So quarantine15.life is where you can get the cookbook. Let's do some swaps. So I want to ask some of your favorites. So let's start with vegan butter. Vegan butter. You see, I'd say probably my favorite right now. Oh, Smart Balance? Yeah, I use some of the Smart Balance, but there's another one. Earth Balance. That I just... Earth Balance, Earth Balance. There you go, Earth Balance. Yes, I do use Earth Balance. But there's another one that I grabbed recently for baking also. The name slips me, but when I tell you it's just as good as anything else, I use it for cookies. I use it for cakes. I use it for, you know, putting it on, you know, popcorn, all types of options. You know, you've got some great vegan butter that's great to use on your food. Yes, I like Earth Balance and I also love Miyoko's, which they now even have at Trader Joe's. Yes, the Miyoko's, it's funny because... And I don't know why I haven't tried Miyoko's yet, because I've probably had 50 people who said Miyoko's is my favorite. I mean, when I say people beat me up over Miyoko's, they're like, hey, I can't believe you don't use it. I'm like, you know what? I just use this and this has worked well for me. So, you know, after hearing you say it, I think the next purchase I do make of butter is going to be the Miyoko's. I think at this point, I probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to probably incorporate that into my cooking. So if there's anyone from Miyoko's listening, I'm going to try it out this next go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about favorite non-dairy milk? Favorite non-dairy milk? Probably, I'd probably say my favorite is going to be the cashew. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to say the, I'm going to say the cashew milk. And, And I've actually been fortunate to where I've got a couple of friends who make homemade cashew milk too. And so I've been able to benefit from a couple of people who said, yeah, you know, here's some, here's some homemade cashew milk. There are a few different brands that, that I'll end up using, but cashew milk is probably my favorite in terms of what I'll use for a variety of things, whether it be recipes, whether it be, you know, eating it with some cereal, but definitely cashew is my, is my go-to. How about you? Yeah, it's so thick and creamy. I would say cashew and oat are my two favorites, but cashew, yeah, you can make at home. I don't know how to make my own oat milk, but I buy Oatly because I think it's delicious. Their chocolate milk Oatly is like childhood. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because I know people who said we can't keep the Oatly chocolate milk in the house longer than 48 hours. Because I bought it all. I mean- <laughs> yeah, they say, I know multiple people who say, we cannot keep it because it is so dang tasty. They love that. Love that. It really is. If you have kids, I mean, they will love it. I do not have yes. children, but I buy them three at a time if I see them because it's like you said, they're not <laughs> so much. Yes, yes, yes. And like I said, for people who, I know people who are like, hey, so you know, what do you do about milk? What do you do about, I was like, I don't worry about it. I've got tons of options. That's how I handle that. Thank goodness we do. We have so many more options today than ever. It's the easiest time in our history to do this. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. How about vegan ice cream? Vegan ice cream. I'd say I'd probably go with not a move. Yeah, Yeah, I'd probably go with not a move. Yeah, I'd probably go with not a move more than, than anything. And I'm not a real big ice cream consumer. But what I will say is whenever I'm making you know, like either strawberry shortcake, and that's one of the recipes I've got in the cookbook, or when I'm making some homemade cookies. Every now and then, a big, healthy scoop of some nada moo makes it that much better. Mm, yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite? I have nada moo in my fridge right now, the mint chocolate chip. So I think they're my number one too, but there's a bunch of good ones. I can't even remember all the brands. I like the Oatly. There's so many. Yeah, there's yes. so many now. I mean, any of them, honestly. Okay, you probably make these from scratch, but there are a lot of good brands right now. What's a good brand of a vegan hamburger? Interesting. Yes, I definitely have spent more time making them from scratch here lately, but I'd say there's a couple that are my go-tos. I'm a big fan of the Impossible. I definitely have consumed my uh, my fair share of Impossible burgers. But another one that actually two more that I've turned people on into is Plant Farm. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the uh, Plant Farm products? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Plant Farm is definitely another one. And so Plant Farm actually has, it comes in both patties 
then they also have it to where it looks kind of like ground beef wood. So mm. Plant Farm is one of them. And then another one that I use on spaghettis and tacos on occasion is Light Life. I'll use some of the uh, Light Life brand of products. So I use a couple of those. And then, you know, there's some other things that I'll mix in, like Alpha Foods. I love the uh, Alpha Foods nuggets and the Alpha Foods uh, chicken patties are incredible. And then, you know, what's interesting now, too, is you've got some different, you know, local, you know, restaurants and whatnot that are actually coming out with their own patties now, too. The options are are incredible. Herbivore Butchers from Minnesota, they've got everything from chopstick to brisket to roast and whatnot. So the options for us now are uh, are incredible. I, I haven't heard of some of those, so I'm going to have to write these down and check them out. Thank you. I also will give a shout yes. out to the uh, Beyond Burger. I like their crumbles that you could put in tacos. Oh, yes. That type yes. Of Absolutely. The crumbles, yes. And really, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I'd say maybe my favorite sausage is the Beyond sausage. Yeah. Beyond sausage on a grill. Because <laughs> I'm sitting over here and I'm looking at my grill right now. I'm staring at it as I say that to you. And I'm like, maybe I'll grill some sausage tonight. <laughs> that might be, you know what? Yeah, you know what? This is actually perfect. Yeah, I'm actually going to grill some sausage tonight, some Beyond sausage. So thank you for reminding me of the greatness of the Beyond sausage. Are you as hungry as me right now? I mean. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I ate not too long ago, but, but I'm telling you, I mean, as this conversation has gone further and further, I'm like, I'm getting hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing because we're talking about incredible plant-based vegan options that taste just incredible. So it's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Okay. A couple more swaps and then we can wrap it up and go eat some food. Cause I know, and you're probably yeah. like me, like I love all the fact that there are all these swaps, but I still want to eat whole food. So I'm going to mix them in with my fruits and vegetables straight from the farmer's market and make some really good food right. that way. But I'm just so glad that these alternatives exist, especially for people who are just starting out. And there's like, I can't live without X. Most people say to me, I can't live without cheese, Allie. And I'm like, let me bring you a platter of vegan cheeses and they are to die for. And that will help people make the switch. What's your favorite vegan cheese? My favorite vegan cheese would probably be the Vile Life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of the Vile Life. One reason why I jumped on the Vile Life was I'll never forget. In fact, First time was when I was making my pizza quesadilla. And one issue that I was running into was I said, okay, I need a good vegan cheese that melts the way I want it to. I need that ooey, gooey, cheesy kind of feeling. So with the Vile Life, I started doing some different things with it. And those shreds worked perfectly. So definitely, I'd say I probably get Vile Life more than, than any other. But I also use, which has been pretty good, is the the Whole Foods brand of plant-based uh, mozzarella. I've used that for some of my Italian dishes too. So, so yeah, so there's a couple of different brands that, that I'll utilize as far as the vegan cheeses go. Nice. I love the chow cheese as well. It's like okay. they have okay. the slices and they're so good. And then I think Daya gets a really bad name, but I think for people just starting out, it's absolutely a worthwhile alternative because it does melt like on a pizza, just like Yes, shredded. Che- they make really good shredded cheese, and I feel like there's a lot of haters out there. But I'm like, Daya is great for me. And it's also easier to yeah. find in other communities that don't have as much. I agree completely. I actually have told a few people who are like, "Hey, you know, I bought some Daya. You didn't mention that. What do you think?" I'm like, Daya is just as good. I just have, you know, my favorites. Just like you've got your favorite water or anything else. You know, I'm like, but Daya is just as good. So. So yeah, I'm right there with you. And it is much easier to find in most situations. Right. I'm also, when I make, so before COVID, before this pandemic, I had a lot of parties and I would always, if I was hosting them or going to them, I'd be like, what can I bring? You know, I would always bring a vegan cheese plate. So I would fill it with all these different brands. And Miyoko's has so many good ones that just melt in your mouth that you can just put on a party tray, sun-dried tomato and garlic and a really good mozzarella, really good mozzarella. And those are just yes, some- I'm gonna have to try Miko. Oh yes. my gosh. Please report back. They are so good. And then there's one, a local place here called Vermage in Los Angeles, and it is absolutely melt in your mouth too. So anyone here, you can check that out. Vermage. I would have to remember that. Vermage, because yeah, before the pandemic, I used to go to LA probably every other month or so. Just I love the vegan lifestyle out there. Okay. It's insane. So I, I go to LA all the time and experience all those foods. So yes, I will have to remember that spot in particular. 
It's not far from me. And one day when we're allowed to spend time with humans again, come to my <laughs> studio and we can do an episode live here that because it's it was so much more fun before when I could have people. I mean, I still do them long distance because you're not here right now. But in general, if right. people are in LA, I love having them come in my studio and the conversation. Oh, it's a done deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a done deal. Next time I'm in LA, we're getting together. I'll give you plenty of heads up. I can't wait. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm totally in. Okay, two more. Yeah. What is your, and this isn't necessarily a vegan swap, but for cooking, like what is your favorite, most flavorful, healthy cooking oil? Um, I'd say I've got a couple that I use. I'd say one is uh, avocado, big fan of, of avocado. And then another that I recently was turned on to was walnut oil. I use uh, walnut oil quite a bit too. Walnut oil can be a little bit pricier, but I do like the flavoring of it. And yeah, it just tends to to blend with my meals quite well. So I'd say it's either avocado or walnut oil that I'm using for a lot of my frying and, and other uses as far as cooking. Yum. And what about some of your favorite spices, like spices you can't live without? Yes. Um, pretty much, I'd say anything smoked. You know, I'd say I'm one of those types where smoked paprika, smoked salt, smoked turmeric. I mean, I've had so many different smoked spices. Smoke. I've got a smoked paprika, garlic, and there's another one in there that I'm not familiar with. So everything that's smoked, I am huge on. So I love kind of the smoky aromas that you tend to get with, you know, some of the spices that I do. So hickory and and all of that, I'm big on those. Then I'm also heavy when it comes to anything kind of red chili too. You know, I like an extra an extra kick in um, in my foods. But the one thing I will say too that I learned whenever I made the transition, I didn't eat a lot of vegetables before. So I didn't know what all veggies brought to the table in terms of flavorings. But the more familiar I've gotten with so many other types of vegetables, I use a lot of vegetables for my flavorings too. Whereas whenever I was consuming animal-based products, I'd use a ton of spices to make up for the flavors that were missing. But now I've gotten better at using a variety of vegetables to really manipulate the taste into being something that's even, you know, more credible and has even a heavier flavor profile. But yeah, I love using vegetables to really upgrade the taste of my food products. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone asks you this question, which as plant-powered people, I know we get a lot, where do you get your protein, Marlon? Oh my goodness. <laughs> where do I get my protein? What I tell people and probably... The easiest answer for me is I say, hey, what I've done is I cut out the middleman. You know, whereas you all will go through animals to get your protein, what I've done is I've cut out the middleman. So in a natural process, in a natural order, these animals will be consuming grass products, plants, etc. What I've done is I said, let me eliminate the slaughter. Let me eliminate the cruelty. Let me eliminate all of the animal ag. Let me eliminate all of those negative things that come with it and go directly to the source. So for me, you know, my priority, even more so than protein, are nutrients. You know, what I tell people is I'm more concerned about nutrients than I am anything else. And guess what? With all of that said, with all of the vegan foods that I've eaten, eaten with everything that I've done over the past three years, going to my doctor, not one time has he told me, hey, Marlon, you're looking like you're protein deficient. Right. That's never been one thing that he's ever mentioned to me. In fact, he's told me that I am so much healthier now than I was for years and years and years before that when I was consuming hundreds of grams of protein per day. Now he's told me, and this is on record where he said, you are absolutely healthier than I have ever seen you before. So for anyone who's concerned about your protein or lack thereof, have them look at you, watch your diet, look at your stats, and they should fully understand that it's definitely not a protein thing. It's more of a nutrient thing. So for me, I'm much more concerned about my nutrients that I get from my fruits and vegetables than anything else. I could not agree more. And I always tell people, you know, people are dying of chronic lifestyle diseases. They are not dying of protein deficiencies. And I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. I like that. I'm going to be using that today. I love that response. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And I think I learned that originally. Well, I remember I had Garth Davis on, who is the author of Proteinaholic, and I read his book because I would always tell people, people aren't dying of a protein deficiency. This is not why they're in the hospital, because my parents were in the hospital for cancer. Cancer, yes, there is a gene, but guess what? Lifestyle is the trigger, right? And so it's like, 
and it's multifactorial and I get it, but everyone in the hospital was dying of chronic degenerative diseases that were pretty much preventable by changing your diet and lifestyle. And so it's like, I was spent so much time in the hospitals for so long, first with my mom, then with my dad, because they were dying so slowly and there weren't treatment options and everyone in the hospital just looked terrible and felt terrible. And they weren't dying because they weren't having enough protein because they were plant-based. They were dying because they were eating way too many saturated artery clogging foods all of the time because that was their lifestyle. And I'm not blaming them. There's no victim blaming or shaming going on here. But once you know better, then you can choose to do better, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. And, and, And I tell people, you know, and it's funny because whenever, you know, we have some family get togethers and people who I'm close to, I can get on a little roll and, you know, and especially when we start talking about, you know, sick people in our family or people who are dealing with illnesses and things of that nature. Every now and then I got to stand up in the middle of the room and I have to say, hey, look, this is not the way it's supposed to be. This is absolutely not the way it's supposed to be. Our lives are not supposed to be filled with illness. They're not supposed to be filled with all of the things that each one of you keep listing that you're fighting and having to deal with. We have a choice. We have an option. We have to be responsible for this. We can't wait for anyone else to come in and say, hey, let me grab you by the hand and show you how to do this. We all are well aware of what the healthiest lifestyle is for us. And that's the the interesting part is because all of my family and friends, they readily have admitted it. And they're like, hey, look, you're right. You know, it would be much healthier to consume predominantly fruits, vegetables, you know, nuts, et cetera. I'm just a work in progress. And I'm like, look, I appreciate the fact that you acknowledge that, but do understand that a lot of the things that you're dealing with, you don't have to deal with and you shouldn't be dealing with. And and one thing I want to mention right quick too, and and I tell this to people, you know, just from a mental and a spiritual standpoint, I'm like, if you really love your family, your friends, all of these people, you know, the, the way that you say you do, You should want to enjoy every moment that you possibly can to its fullest, you know, now and for as long as you possibly can. And there are ways that we can do that by controlling and really being responsible for the things that we're putting into our system. So if you really want to maximize each and every day, each and every second, minute, hour, think about the things that you're putting in your system on a day-to-day basis. And as you do that, you get better and cleaner as far as that goes you'll appreciate and you'll live life at a higher level. Well, mic drop, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and the thing about it is I want everyone to do this, you know, and, and I'm sure you're the exact same way. You know, for me, it's like I'm not holding all this information in selfishly because I want it to just be me. Absolutely not. You know, for me, I want every person to feel as good as I do. I want every person to be as clear-minded as I am. I want every person to experience the level of compassion that I do. It's a beautiful thing. I want everyone to be able to experience that. So I'll get off of my soapbox. But yes, like I said, I love for people to you know, experience all of the joy that you and myself have been able to do. Absolutely. That's why I do this show. So I can tell people stories like yours and spread the message to whoever is ready yes. to hear it. All right. Well, the website is plantbasedg.life and you can get the book quarantine15.life. And anywhere else they can follow you, find you, stalk you, all the good stuff. Absolutely. So like I said, I'm on Instagram. It's plantbasedg.life on Instagram. I've got the uh, link in my bio as far as quarantine15.life. Quarantine 15 is the name of the book. As I mentioned, lots of good recipes, great options for you as far as how you can clean up your eating habits, but also enjoy some incredible food. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter too. You can find me at plantbasedg, plantbasedg.life. But definitely go to Instagram. I've got tons of incredible pics of all types of great food and whatnot. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message. I'm always open to anything that I can do to help you live the best vegan life or the best life you possibly can. Beautiful. Well, I will be following and I can't wait for the book. Thank you so much for being here, Marlon. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Much love to everyone. Hey, let's live our best life. Done and done. Who else wants a free, fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door? Let me back up. The first time I went to Italy, I finally tasted real olive oil for the first time. It's not that I had never had olive oil before, of course, in the States, but the difference was I was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property 
in Ravello off the Amalfi Coast. It was an experience I will never forget. And I ended up shipping like six bottles of it home because I couldn't bear to go back to store-bought processed olive oil. Well, the same thing happened to TJ Robinson. He's also known as the olive oil hunter. He learned that olive oil packs the most flavor and the healthiest nutrients when it's fresh from the farm. And that's the problem with your typical like supermarket olive oil the olive oil is not fresh. They can sit on the shelf for months, years, growing stale. And that's why I'm so excited that I now get my olive oil direct from small award-winning farms. Thanks to TJ, who I just did an olive oil tasting with, which was so fun. I absolutely fell in love with their vibrant, fresh, grassy flavors. They're totally delicious. They're great on veggies, pasta, salad, you name it. And TJ has his fresh-pressed Olive Oil Club and Food Heals Nation, he will send you a full-size bottle worth $39 of one of the world's finest, most artisanal olive oils, fresh from the latest harvest, but he's only going to charge you $1 to help cover shipping. There's no commitment to buy anything now or ever. It's his gift to Food Heals Nation. So you can get your free $39 bottle for just $1 shipping. Taste the difference. Taste the freshness. You can go to Get Fresh. 323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. 